This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Dips inside and hits. Oh, what a goal! Right, that is from Ross Wallace. Chris Waddle, is he going to have a crack? Oh, he does, he's good! Anything Paul Gascoigne can do, Chris Waddle can do. One by Stephen Fletcher back towards Adam Rich! You're listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello, I'm James Mappin. This week we're back with the regulars, Mr. Liam Russell and Mr. Giles Coke. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to be dis- discussing the win in midweek against MK Dons, followed up um, obviously by talking about what, how the hell we didn't beat top of the league, Wiccan Wanderers at the weekend. First of all, Giles, how are you, mate? All good, thanks. Just uh, in my nice fleece because it's freezing. <laughs> <laughs> Your game got called off, didn't it, at the weekend? Yeah, it got called off. I don't know. To be honest, I was on the phone um, and I drove all the way to, to Grimsby and they put it in the group, uh, in the WhatsApp group, that the game was called off about an hour. And I didn't look. I was just on the phone. And then literally, I've got all the way to near, like 10 minutes from Grimsby. And one of the boys has called me saying, Oh, like, where are you? I said, Oh, just five, 10 minutes away. And they were like, What are you doing? The game's called off about an hour ago. I went, What? I was like, oh my gosh, I've been on the phone, so I had to turn around and go straight home. Okay, now. Oh, well. <laughs> is what it is. Um, it is what it is. Liam, mate, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. How good. are you? I'm uh, all right, yeah, decent. Put Christmas tree up today and everything, all, all good. How many layers did you have on at weekend, by the way? Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking freezing, weren't it? Honestly. Three, we're just, it was just my feet, to be honest, that were, uh, that were struggling. But... T-shirt, jumper, jacket, coat, woolly hat. Yeah, still still not enough. It Two were, pairs of socks, not enough. Yeah, going Nesh in my old age. Anyway, <laughs> now it's not just us three this week. We'd like to say that we're also joined by one of BBC Radio Sheffield's current top three best commentators. Uh, he's had a brief affair with Hull City on the East Coast, but it's good to have him back on the comms. Uh, it's Rob Staten. How are you, mate? You all right? Oh, good, thanks, lads. Thanks for the invite. And uh, it has, I've also put my Christmas tree up today, which uh, what that means in our house is that we all have a massive row, me, the wife and the kids. So... We've had the annual tradition today, and I'm now with you. Who won? 
oh, I always win. <laughs> I'm the dad, I, you know, you're the dad. You're so then something can kind of flex a little bit. It's when you're in that kind of family row situation. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go up in the loft. I'll go and get it. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you just about thawed out from, uh, from Saturday? Yeah, I mean, it, it was cold, wasn't it? It's not. It's far from the coldest game I've ever been at. Um, but that was that was pretty rough, and um, you know, not helped by a, a massive delay in the first half, which yeah. strung it out a little bit. And then it took. For, it seemed like it took forever to get the interviews done after the game. So when it had finished, I'd lost the use of my hands for about an hour because it was so cold. Um, but yeah, you know, it's uh, it's that time of year, isn't it? Yeah, I bet, be, I, I bet there weren't many. Feb now. Yeah, I bet there weren't many notes to be taken down. We, I bet you thought, sack that off, get the gloves on, and uh, and that were it. Yeah, I'm not a big note. I I don't write notes really. I know it sounds strange. You'd kind of think we'd be there writing everything down, but and there definitely are reporters who do that. But I'm kind of. I don't know. I've, I've never been one for writing everything down. So you just wing it, do you, Rob? Yeah, yeah just wing it. Just wing it. Splag <laughs> the way through it. You know, I've got my feet up most of the time. People don't know that. Exactly. Well, you uh, do it well anyway. Um, obviously, before we start, nice little uh, new uh, intro jingle. Um, obviously, there were three commentaries in that uh, opening jingle. Obviously, you was in one of them, Rob. Um, I'm going to throw it out there. Can you name the games? Um, so the first one, the Maguire one, was that against Fulham? It wasn't, it wasn't Maguire, it was Wallace, but it was against Fulham. Wallace, yeah. so... <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was... Christmas. You see, remember, he wins things. In <laughs> <laughs> my mind, I was thinking of Chris Maguire when I, I could have pitched the goal, but it was Fulham, wasn't it? It was yeah. Fulham, yes, it was an yeah. absolute screamer. Um, yeah, I, remember, I remember that game very, very well, because on the way back, we stopped off at... Um, what's it called? Watford Gap Services. Oh, yeah. And we walked in, and it was full of Wednesday fans. And... I went into WH Smith's and I was stood behind this guy in the queue and it's his turn and he goes to the woman behind the counter. Hey, love, do you sell cans? <laughs> I was thinking, it's WH Smith's. <laughs> yeah, so like now they sell sweets for about eight quid. Um, and then, that's about it. And then, and then on the way out, because there was me and there was John Pierce and there was Dom Housen and, you know, in fairness, the, all the Wednesday fans saw us and like, John obviously got his, they were singing John's name first. And then they sang a song for me and Dom, and none of them included swearing, which was great. So I do remember that day very well. Yeah, good stuff. Go on, then the second one. Um, oh, so Waddle, it was Waddle, wasn't it? It was Waddle, yeah. yeah. Semi-final, so that would have been 93. Yes, against United. Against United. And the third one. What was the, remind me what the third one was. I can't remember what it was. The third one was Adam Reach. Where the where the audio it's, it's it's actually terrible. It's all clipping and everything at the end, but you just can't you can't not use it. To be fair, uh, so if you said him reach, we were when one of the goals when he had that year where he got about yeah, choose about ten. Was it was it was it West Brom or Leeds? Oh Leeds, yeah. go, on, go on then. Which one? Which one were it? I'm going it Leeds. Said, I heard it say it, it clipped the post. I'm just trying to think which one it was. It was Leeds, weren't it? It was Leeds, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. then he, he did it the week after, didn't the he? The following week, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, uh, good goal. Obviously, yeah, right, let's get into it then. Uh, MK Dons, injury time winner. Windass, goal on his return. Obviously, our, t- our turn to score late on. Um, probably first f- like 90-minute performance of the season. Agree with that, Liam? Yeah, 100%. Best, best performance at home, I think, all season. Yeah, just like, it, everything just seemed to... I wouldn't say it seemed to click because one of them games where I thought that we were gonna, it were gonna be like you know we were gonna finish one nil to them. You know, it just it weren't nothing. We're gonna go in the back of the net. But in terms of performance, 
we absolutely hammered them. I think I think the first what fifteen they, twenty they minutes had, they had a couple of good chances, didn't they? First up, and then after that, they didn't do a lot, did they? Not really. I mean, it's got that absolute wonder goal, which obviously we'll get onto yeah. in a bit. I mean, there were two changes. Uh, in came Gregory and Byers. Obviously, good that Gregory's injury weren't as bad as what we first feared. Uh, obviously, uh, out went Patterson and Luongo. Um, I thought that I thought the side were. All right, if kind of what I what I expected really. Well, to be fair, I didn't really expect Gregory to come back as as soon, but I, I wasn't one of those where I was thinking, you know, obviously Longo had a good game at Accrington, but I didn't expect him to start against them Dons. I thought, you know, we need to wrap him up in cotton wool and what have you. Um, I mean, on the game itself, I thought, I mean, well, initially after the thir- what were it first five minutes or so, I think they should have had a penalty when Dunkley brought their brought their lad down. I don't know what you saw of that one, Liam. To be fair, I, I wasn't sure at the game. I was a bit like, oh, but now I've watched it back, it probably was. Yeah, Rob, were you, were you on the were you on the commentary on the, on that one on on Tuesday yeah. as well? Yeah, I thought it was a I thought it was a pen. I mean, I've not seen a replay of it, so um, I, I don't know if the replays have shown something different. But my reaction at the time was pen, <laughs> um, and then at the end of the game, we're thinking, well, you know, the referee be quite grateful that that Wednesday actually won the game because. I thought it was a penalty, but I think going back to what you said, it was definitely the best performance of the season. And I'm just having a look at the stats now, you know, to have 25 shots to, to MK Don seven, that's the kind of thing that Wednesday weren't doing it. You know, earlier in the season, they'd be like, they'd have seven shots in a game. They'd either draw or they'd lose. They, they, they'd never really they'd kind of play for 10 minutes. And that 10 minutes could be two minutes here, two minutes there. They never really put together a no. complete performance. And the only thing that stopped that being more comfortable was a wonder goal from Scott Twine. And, Maybe a bit of you know, a bit of wasted uh, territory, but good yeah. player him by the way, good good player. Yeah, yeah I mean when we when we spoke to the um, we spoke to MK Don's fan like before in the preview show that we do, and and I actually, I mean, it, it with the game this season that I were a bit worried about MK Don's. I thought you know what they're going to come and they're a good they're a good side. They're in some decent form as well. I just thought that we we're perhaps going to you know, have a have a have a battle on our hands, but it just wasn't like that at all. It, I don't know whether they, they just didn't turn up or or what, but we seem you know a testament to to us and and the, the way we set up and just you know it was just on full on attack, weren't it? And you know, Corbiano. I think he had about how many shots did we say we had, Rob? Twenty-five. I think he had about. Twenty-five. I think he had twenty of them. I think. To, <laughs> <laughs> bit of an exaggeration, but it felt like it. It would, you know, it would unlucky not to not to score. Um, he seemed to he seems to put a few more balls into the box as well. He did obviously still had his shots, but I think from I can't remember what game it was where we were saying maybe he should have crossed the ball a bit more than what you know he was cutting in and shooting and whatever else. But I think, well, he probably had as many shots as he did in that game, but we had that many chances and put that many balls in. Yeah. I think he was still, but he did put a few more into the box rather than shooting as well. One thing that stood out for me in that first half was Shea Dunkley and the corners. It was almost comical uh, that every single corner went to Shea and he got on the end of every single one. And, and <laughs> Pretty MK much scrambled off the line every time. Yeah, and MK Don's had absolutely no answer. It's like it's almost like you might as well just left everyone, you know, left everyone out of the box and just left him in there. It was just, you know, it were, you're almost thinking, surely it's not going to go to Shea Dunkley again. And it's every single time. Dunkley, Edda, Dunkley, Edda. Um, I mean, he's really come on, hasn't he? He's really come on these last these last few weeks. And like you said, he's had a, a bit of stick, hasn't he? He, yeah, he had a bit of stick. He hasn't really. He'd probably be the first to admit he hasn't probably played the best um, towards the beginning of the season when he got into the team. We were saying, uh, yeah. 
Go on, oh, go on sorry. No, no, go uh, on. Go on, on no, no, we're saying on there when we're on the debate show on Friday, we're just saying, obviously, he came in uh, next to Dom, who obviously, I think he tries to kind of lead the line, if that makes sense. But then since he's gone, he's kind of stepped up and gone, right, I've mm. got to be the man. Yeah, and I agree. seems to have benefited him, even though obviously it's not good we've got the injuries. Personally, for him, I think it's it's made him better this season. Do you agree with that, Rob? Step up, maybe. Yeah, I'd agree with that. That's a good point, actually. I think he feels almost a sense of responsibility because he's playing next to players who, who haven't even played centre-half before for the most part. You know, you've got Patterson playing in there. You know, Palmer's moved inside. You've got Marvin Johnson playing there. And I think Dunkley sort of feels like, right, come on, you know, I've got to really lead this here. And I think he enjoys that. I think he enjoys that responsibility. The corners thing was incredible. Like you say, it was just every single one chucked in there. And he, he'd have like a running start, wouldn't he, and really attack it. Yeah. And, um, and like he was trying to, you know... Had the wall, had the ball through a brick wall or something. I mean, it was real, real stunning that he didn't get a goal from it. They had the one that was disallowed, didn't they, when Brennan knocked it in? But um, I think he's he's impressive. And at the back the other night, um, he, he was. If there was any kind of counter attack, he would often snuff it out. There was the same against Wickham as well. So I think he's he's been a big plus. Yeah, I mean, you look at all the stats and what have you. You look at um, interceptions, blocks, headers, or air, well, the aerials. One is the is the classic, but. He's just the top of every single one, and not by like one or two. He's like head and shoulders above everyone else. And you see, you know, you, know, you saw that against Wickham as well. Just everything in the air, he just seems to deal with. And like, like we keep saying it, we keep saying it all the time. And if you just take take him for who he is, is you know, in terms of a defender and what you want a defender to do is head and kick the ball kind of thing and stop them from from playing. He does that, and he does it very well. And um, he's yeah, certainly come on, come on leaps and bounds. Um, I mean, two players that that came in that MK Don's game that made a massive difference. Well, one one in particular, obviously Mass, Massimo Luongo. Obviously, yeah, I think it was the right decision not to start him. Um, for me, I think um, we've got to manage him because I think he's key for this season. He's he's the one that could really you know propel us up the up the table and what have you. And when he does play, he's head and shoulders above anyone on the on the pitch in terms of just what he does, you know, his composure on the ball, his his passing ability and things like that. But yeah, when he come on along with uh, Windass, it just seemed to change the game, didn't it, um, Giles? Yeah, yeah. Listen, I think I said it um, near nearer the beginning of the season because uh, people were talking about uh, about Mass and I was like, I think he's a very good player when I played against him, but I just wasn't sure if he was mobile enough. But listen... He's, he's come in, he's had his injuries, which he's had a lot of injuries, by the way, but he's come back and fair play to him because he definitely has made a big, big difference. And I've spoke to Baz. I saw Baz at the Christmas market on Thursday. And he, he first of all said, yeah, like a big difference is mass. Like he said, he's made a massive, massive difference him. And then obviously Windus coming back as well. Um, he, he said, it'll, th- th- there'll be a different team. Thing is, I think the, we've, the, we've seen that. They're like new signings though. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. J- do you know what I mean they've been out for that for that long? Obviously, Mass played against Rotherham, and then we haven't seen him since. Obviously, Josh, we've not seen him at all this this season. But to have you know those players that to be to be missing out of the squad and they just walk straight into the side uh, in you know in terms of like your best best eleven um, for me, it was just you know when when they came on. I think credit to to Darren Moore as well on this point um, in that he's had a lot of criticism for his substitutions and more so the, the timing of his substitutions perhaps left it a bit late but as soon as MK Don scored that goal 
it, you know, that were it. He wanted to get them straight on, and I know it took about four or five minutes because ball didn't seem to go out of play. Um, <laughs> it got out for ages, didn't it? <laughs> no, they were stood on the side, and it was like waiting for for the ball to go out. But um, but yeah, fair play to Darren Moore. There is, you know, he, he brought them on, and they ultimately made the uh, made the difference. Um, I mean, what do you think to Massimo Luongo, Rob? I know we've been singing his praises, but what about yourself? It's just different to what they've got, isn't he? He's different to Byers and Wing and Bannon. And I think they've needed somebody like him in there. And he, and he just seems to, seems to make things click. And I was having a chat with Dom on the radio um, on Saturday, and we kind of agreed that there's uh, kind of two Sheffield Wednesdays. There's Wednesday with Luongo and Windass, and there's Wednesday without them. And I think that the Wednesday with them can go and win promotion. Without them, I'm, I'm not as sure. I think that you need Windass's goals, the way that he sort of connects with Bannon and brings Gregory and Bannon together, that's kind of like a, a, a trio that can really provide goals for the team. And then Luongo enabling Wednesday to control midfield a bit more. You know, when they played Plymouth twice, I didn't see the second game, the Plymouth game, they just got bossed in midfield. And I don't yeah. think that'll happen when Luongo's mm-hmm. in there. So I think you kind of need him for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously on Wind, on Windass as well. Uh, obviously he, he came in. I thought, I thought he did well when he came on. Uh, I thought he offered that, you know, that, extra thing that we're that we're missing you know in terms of like Rob's just been saying that the linking linking up with uh, with Gregory and um obviously his goal we've got we can't, we've got to talk about his goal to be fair I mean when I saw it obviously that video from the MK Dons fans I know I mentioned it the other day but uh the the video from when they uh, when they do the the like hey and then uh, <laughs> and then we all go up <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then the ball goes in the back of the net mm. um I mean, some people are saying he meant it. Of course, he didn't mean it. He's no, absolutely, he's... he's absolutely fluffed it. <laughs> but I mean, fair play. He's fluffed it, and then what a finish! You know, yeah. I I that's... Mean, it's some of the luck we've not had this season. We don't seem to have had. Like other than all I can think of is the goal, first goal at Wigan, yeah. where they messed up. We've had. We just seem to have no luck at all. The amount of times we've hit the post, the amount of times it's gone across the face of goal without tapping it in. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've been due a bit of like a bit of luck, haven't we, I think. Yeah. And that that were it, weren't it? You know, the, the balls popped up, but like I said, what a what a finish and the timing as well. Like we we've how many goals have we conceded late on? Like it it was, oh. it was almost a running joke, weren't it? You know, throughout the like the first ten game, fifteen games of the season. But to get one of, of our own as well then I mean, well, yeah. I started I started celebrating and obviously give it cancer I didn't he and just stopped and I thought has it been disallowed yeah <laughs> I like stopped I thought is what's happening here have they disallowed it I mean I weren't there on Tuesday obviously you know we Mrs. testing positive and all that r- rubbish and what have you I said to father-in-law uh, when I told him we weren't going I said I hope it's a shit game of football because I'm not there <laughs> and of course it was probably best atmosphere ever like for for quite a while weren't it um, what's, what's that telling you James what that I don't need to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm mate, I'm not superstitious, so it, 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 it didn't stop me on Saturday anyway. Um but yeah, but atmosphere, what were what were it like, Liam? Yeah, no, it was good. And I think just the the change in like the positive way that we have been playing the last few games, the crowd didn't seem to go down when we went one down because the way we were playing, everyone thought, oh, we've got them here, we can we can still come back. So that was massive as well I think yeah uh, obviously as well that monkey off our, off our back from you know uh, winning a game from going behind I think it were 2019 I think it was Bristol Bristol City 
uh, th- that last time that we went went behind and, and won a game. So we've still got the one to do away from home. But to be fair, I'd like like us not to go behind at all. So uh, that that <laughs> as long as uh, yeah, as long as we don't go behind, that that record can stay for for you know for some time uh, for yeah for some time more. Um, yeah, I mean we can talk about Gregory's goal as well. I thought Gregory, I'm, I'm glad he scored as well because. He missed an absolute sitter, didn't he, in about, what, 10 or 15 minutes before. Um, so for him to come back from that and the header, I mean, the movement, it, that, that's what you get with, with Gregory for me. The, you know, He's marked by, I think, two players, runs to the front post, flicks it on, back stick, goal. It was Windass as well, wasn't it, on the corner? Yeah, it was, yeah. Good to see different people taking corners as well. Hunt's been taking them, as, as I've seen as well. Um yeah, Windass taking taking corners. Obviously, not always always Bannon. Clearly, must listen to this podcast. The amount of bashing that we've given Barry Bannon for his, uh, for his set pieces. So uh, yeah, I, think, I'll, I'll give, I I'll give myself did. a pat on the back for that one. <laughs> I think every pretty much every corner was good as well. Actually, on Tuesday. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I can't. Well, every ball was decent. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that one. Uh, definitely, you know. Well, the fact that Dunkley won pretty much every single one in the first half. Uh, yeah, like I said, you'd have to, you'd have to agree. Um, what do you think of uh, Gregory Rob? Um, personally, I think he's one of the best signings that we've met in the in the summer. Yeah, undoubtedly so. And it was a great, a great goal uh, against Milton Keynes. Don's the thought I had after that game was that Wednesday probably need another one. I know it's easier said than done, you know just go and get another Lee Gregory. It's not as if there's just an abundance of players like that knocking around. Um, Funnily enough, Wednesday after uh, Marcus Harness, who's at Portsmouth, uh, who's scored like uh, eight in 10 or something like that. That's not something like that. It's not going to be like that. Yeah. And he's probably going to end up in the championship in January. I know there's there's definitely teams in the championship. I know one in particular that's after him. Um, And, you know, it's a shame that they couldn't have got him um, because he and Gregory... Uh, together as a partnership would have been one of the best in the division as it's yeah. turned out. Uh, but they could do with another one because if they lose Lee Gregory, it's the same as losing Windass probably or, or Luongo. It, you know, there's not really anybody with, with the greatest respect to Canberry. I know he's got a few goals recently. I'm still not 100% convinced there. And, and I don't think they really have anybody else. So they could do with another striker who is a, a, com, a consistent source of goals if needs be when he starts you think you could see him getting a goal today that's probably one thing that Wednesday lacked yeah because you often find that um, like for example I think it was against Gillingham that they just marked Gregory like out of the game because um, he is the he is the goal threat and he? he's the he's the one that's you know he's already you know, leading goal scorer I think he's what pitched in with seven goals so far this season so yeah their defence is just going to try, try and mark him out of the game and when, when we do that Although Gregory's hold-up play is good, you know, like you said there, Rob, you, you do need someone else to that can pitch in with the goals as well. Um, I mean, let's let's move on to on to Wickham then. Like I said at the top, how the hell we didn't win that game? I have absolutely no idea. I mean, again, before before kickoff, I were when I say expecting the worst. Obviously, they were top at league, but it was just more so for their style of play more than anything. I, I wasn't expecting a decent game of football at all. Obviously, the uh, shit that they're known for in terms of time wasting and and things like that. I just thought it was going to be Gillingham Mark II, to be to be perfectly honest. I mean, yes, they did time waste. Yes, they did take a long time to do absolutely everything. But at least they went rolling on the floor like like Gillingham were. So I'll uh, I'll give them I'll give them that one. 
But yeah, four changes. Two you could say forced because um, Palmer and Byers, according to according to uh, the gaffer, has got the sniffles <laughs> that he said after the uh, after the game. Um, yeah, in came Patterson and, and Windass, Shadipo and Luongo. Out went Palmer, Corbiano, Byers, and Deli Bashiru. Um, bit of a formation change as well, weren't it, uh, Liam? Yeah, it looked like obviously Windows was playing behind the behind the strikers. Um whereas obviously before we seem to have just been playing more of a central three, didn't we? Yeah, I had it down as like a yeah, three, four, one, two. Other people had it down as a a three four three. I I I'm I think I'm agree with you there, Liam. I had uh, I had Windass playing in like that number ten role, but almost like it with a bit of a free role really. It were it were popping up on the left, on the right. Um but you know, Darren probably just said to him just do what you do, Josh, and uh, and yeah, I think I think the when I saw the team, I was a bit like thinking again, like we have done many <laughs> times this season, where we're playing, who's playing who's where, who's playing where, <laughs> yeah, but but actually, um, you know, Patterson, that was the that was the shock, Patterson playing centre back. I didn't I didn't know where he were gonna where he were gonna play, um, but I thought Patterson, all right, you could say that the goal we con the first goal we conceded, if he don't put his head on it, I think. Um, I, I think, think it barely saves wide, it. Man. Do you think? I, I don't know if it looked like it was going wide. I don't know, but I think he's, I think he probably saves it. Um, and then you could could argue that if you don't give away the the, the free kick well, for their second goal. So, but other than that, we I could thought, go on to that. It? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was such a stupid foul, and you could just see it a mile off. He's going away from the goal. He's like shielding him out of the box. He's like, don't foul him. And you just knew he was going to foul him. Yeah. And as soon as he fouled him, you knew it was going in. I knew it. Yeah, it, it, I do have that thought. Every time we, we do concede a free kick, whenever we have one, I know we spoke about it before, whenever we have one, I don't think we're going to score. Whenever they have one, they as in the other team, I always fear the, fear the worst. I mean, obviously we've struggled from corners and stuff, and it's like, don't put yourself in that situation. Obviously, if you have to foul them, or they've done you, and you foul them, it is what it is, but it was a bit dad. But other than that, I know what you're going to say, other than that, he did play well. And I think it's not that surprising that he was put there, I don't think, because obviously he played right back before. He's a physical presence. He's a bit like a, a John O'Shea, isn't he? Yeah. He can, play, he can yeah. play in like a number of positions, to be fair. And I think even someone told me, like, I think at Cardiff, was he a right back? Yeah, he was a right back, yeah. yeah. yeah see, I, didn't, I didn't even realise, because I think he's played up front as well. He's, uh, he's a proper... So you think you think he's a right back if he was... Like, I've only been told, I don't know, but... Same as you. As a right back, surely you've probably done a little bit centre half every now and again. Yeah, I, to be fair, I don't even know if, if if he has played. Has he played in that that position? Rob, do you know if he's has he played there before? I don't think so. I mean, when he was at Hearts, he kind of mixed between an attacking player and a and a right back, I think. And then yeah, and then I think when he was at Cardiff, he it was he was very much a right back there. And then he kind of right at the end of his time in Cardiff, they, they tried him up front, and that was mm-hmm. it. And then he's come to Wednesday, so um... <laughs> now he's playing centre half. I'm waiting for that Lee Bullen moment when uh, when yeah. Patterson ends up in the net for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, we yeah. get some, three three subs have been made. We've got an injury to goalkeeper, and he just put. He'll be, he will be that one that puts his hand up and yeah, I'll go in there. Definitely. Do you know what oh, I mean? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just well, got... Johnny, Johnny O'Shea did it as well, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got that he's got that vibe about him, hasn't he? But, uh, but yeah, I mean, on that on the starting lineup, um, Corbiano were one that if I'd ever, if I were picking, you know, predicting the lineup, I would have had Corbiano in there. Now I don't know about what what you guys thought, but when, when I realised that he wasn't playing, 
I was thinking to myself, like, it, it probably isn't the game for him, knowing what we know about Wickham. You know, it's going to be a tough test. You know, the way that they, you know, they're just going to knock us from pillar to post. Um, a young guy, how old is Kobe? I think he's only 19, into 19 or 20 year old. He's not, he's not old at all, is he? Um, I just thought that as Darren Moore not played him because he thinks that he's going to have a, an hard time and in terms of his confidence, it could massively dent his confidence like that. I don't know, I don't know what you thought about that, Giles. Um, yeah, he, listen, he's young, isn't he? So I don't, I don't really think that he can expect to start every game. Mm. I don't think he's kind of warranted that from the beginning of the season. I think he's done well when he's come in, to be honest with you. Um, and he does look promising in some games, but I think he's young. I still think he he's not consistent enough in what we've seen so far. But he has done well. He has done well in the last in the last few in the last few games that he has played in. Yeah, what did you think uh, when Corbiano weren't starting, Liam? What were you what were you first like? Gut, were you a bit gutted? I was good to be fair. I like I like him, and I think like you say, he's young and he's learning his trade and. Yeah, and we're, exactly. we're, ne- we're not going to get him at his best. You know, he might be one that goes on to be, well, like Antonio or whatever. But I don't know. I, I, I was gutted, to be fair. Is he going to be I the like next him. Ben Marshall? <laughs> the, the lone player <laughs> yeah. that everyone just absolutely loves and then, you know, you, you just know that that's it. He's going to be on his way when, um, you know, obviously when the loan, when the loan ends. Um, but, but obviously after the game, Rob, you spoke to um, Olamide Chidipo uh, and obviously, he'd had words with Darren Moore uh, about obviously lack of game time. So, do you do you think the fact that Shadipo played was was down to the fact that he'd he'd had words with Darren? Well, this is the problem that Wednesday's got. They've got so many of these wingers now. They've had another one with Nathaniel Mendes Lang. That if you're Darren Moore, you probably have got two or three of them knocking on your door every week, wondering why they're not playing. So, but do do all of them warrant playing? No, well, that's the, that's the other thing, isn't it? That it's not like they've been they're not like they've been playing unbelievably well, have they? Let's be honest. That's part of the problem. Not one of them has put their hand up and said, "You can't leave me out of the team." Exactly. So you've got all these players. None of them have completely convinced. They've all kind of shown in flashes. Yeah. Some have shown more flashes than others. Yeah. And therefore, from Darren Moore's perspective, I kind of think he's he'll put he'll put Corbinu in, and then he'll put Shadipo in, and then it might be somebody else. Because he's like trying to find the one who sort of takes the the shirt and says, "You, you know, this is mine now. You're not yeah. dropping me." The most consistent. Season. He's trying to see who can no, be consistent, isn't he? And no one's done it. And you know, so part of me thinks he, he probably just needs to to sort of make a call on one of them now. He's seen what they can all offer and say, "Okay, right, you're going to get five, six games. Yeah, and I agree. Nail this." But at, at the same time, it's like it's hard now, isn't it? Because Corbin who's shown it a little bit. I mean, I think he sometimes he's. The idea of Corbin who is better than Corbin who sometimes because he, he he's full of energy. He, he'll mm. text someone and get on there. But is his end product good enough? That's yeah. one question mark with him. And I really like him. He's a great. He seems like a really nice bloke. So I hope he does well. But that's you know end product with him. Shadipo when he's been on, gotta be honest, has not shown very much in the games that I've seen. I know he scored on Saturday, but you know that was self uh, selfless play by Lee Gregory to team up and he smashed it into the roof of the goal. You know, fair play to him, but. There was Again, big things, though, when he came in, Rob, wasn't they? People were expecting big things from him. Got 13 goals last season for Oxford. There you go, you see? So he came with an expectation as well, by the way, and he hasn't really, for me, show, shown enough. Do you know what? I had, I had on my notes, I had down that in, the, in that first half, it was lazy. 
yeah, I had that when he's walk, just his demeanor about him. He's walking around. He just doesn't look up for it. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't want to take a man on. They don't look like he wants to run past anyone. Is that confidence? Is that a bit yeah, maybe, maybe he's saying maybe. maybe that's his that's his point. Maybe he's saying give me a run of games. The thing is, as well, like, he's had a few injuries as well, hasn't he? Uh, he has been out uh, the earlier part of the season. Yeah, that's, that's, that's right. But for me, I mean, people have been saying on social media that he had a good game, but just because you scored a goal, don't mean you've had a good game. For me personally, I think. To be fair, I thought I thought it was one of his better games. I think I thought he didn't play too badly. To be the, honest, I don't the, think he was one of the worst players for us. I thought he played all right. No, no I think I, I think in the ground on the day I was a bit like, oh, but then I watched the extended highlights earlier, and I thought, oh, I might be a bit harsh. I but thought he did all right. Was... I watched the game and I thought I thought he, he did all right. I'm not saying he was amazing, but I don't yeah, know, I mean, Rob. You were at the game. What did what did you think? I thought I, I my only, honestly what I thought was when Nathaniel Mendes Lang came on. I was thinking, yeah, you know, yeah. To be fair, he, <laughs> yes. this guy's got something. Yeah, I, and I've yeah. I've seen him a few times. I remember seeing him at Rochdale when he was fantastic, and then mm-hmm. went to Cardiff um, and was brilliant. And got, he got get, promoted at Cardiff, didn't he? Yeah, if you can get back to that, yeah, I think yeah. he's the guy that I'm sort of looking at and thinking maybe he's the one. So the one, we'll yeah. see. That's the yeah. thing. Should he post come in? You're thinking if the fact that he has been knocking on Darren's door, you'd like to think in that first half he would have been raring to go. But I thought every time the ball did come down the left, he didn't really have as much success as what Jack Hunt were doing on the on the right, oh. and you know, we, we t- you know, seemed to favour going down that right hand side. Everything seemed to happen. Uh, down, down on Hunt's side and what have you, but I just thought that yeah, like I said, Shadipa, I think he played better um, after he got his goal in that in the second half. I think he, you know, yeah, he, he did all right, especially defensively. I thought he did. I thought he did okay. Um, there were a couple of instances, you know, when he in that second half where he where he covered quite well. But I just yeah, I, I, I'm not wowed by him. And like what you mm. said, Giles, when we signed him and. Uh, when we went to Alfreton for the for the friendly, and we saw him there, and he, you're thinking, hey, up like he's, we've we've got someone here, but he's, he's not seemed to. He's not well, seemed remember, to you remember what you were saying? I thought he was your best mate. The way you were going on about him, <laughs> but Shadipo not- this, Shadipo that. Oh my God, Shadipo, Shadipo! I was thinking, bloody hell, mate. <laughs> he's just not, he's just not delivered, has he? But but yeah, I mean, Rob's just mentioned him. You know, Mendes Lang. We might as well we might as well talk about him as well. Like I, I, when. I was saying to Favre and Laura, who I go with, that on you know sixty minutes, that's usually a time for uh, for Darren Moore's substitutions, and um, I didn't think you were going to take. Well, I would call him for Corbiano to come on on the on the left. I think that would kind of nailed on for him to come on for Shadipo. And I were back in my mind, I was thinking, well, yeah, give Mendes Lang a go, but I was, I was like, mm, are we going to lose something defensively with with Hunt, especially when they're going, you know, they were like playing the counter attack and I, I I didn't, you know, fair play to Darren Moore, who were balls out and, you know, a ballsy move from him to to take Hunt on and put Mendes Lang on, who was obviously not renowned for his defensive uh, capabilities. But, but like what you said there, Robbie came on in it. I thought he did um I thought he did brilliantly to, you know, the the pace and the power that he had, you know, he, all right, his touch in, no, quite there. Which you're going to get that it's going to be a bit rusty. But I thought he uh, he acquitted him, you know, acquitted himself quite well. What did you think um, of that one, Liam? Yeah, no, I think he looked well. Like because I messaged you, didn't I? Say he just looked hungry. He wanted to come on. He wanted to make an impact. Do you think he's um, going to be that answer on that right hand side? Because when I've when I've done me like my best team, I've always got a bit stuck when I've tried to pick a right. Yeah, it right depends because I think I think Jack Hunt had a great game. So if we're staying, if we're playing the same way, I can't see Jack Hunt not playing the next. The only thing I would say is, is that 
he hasn't played a lot of football, has he? So again, I think he's someone that we need to give him a bit of time. You know, like he's how long has he missed? It's got to be more than I think he was. Well, he hasn't played all this season, has he? So that's uh, that's. The and then even last season, I think he didn't play much. So. Well, he got he got released in it because it was a bit of a. There was what? a bit of a... Uh, well, no, that were at Cardiff and then they went to Middlesbrough, didn't they? For, oh, uh, sorry, yeah, no, you're right. They went to Middlesbrough. But, but then <laughs> did he, I don't think he really played much in Middlesbrough, did he? No, seven or eight games, I think it, it was, according to Wikipedia, if you want to trust that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just think he hasn't played a lot of uh, a lot of games, so he probably does need to give him a bit of time to get up to match speed, even though he came on and he definitely, like Rob said, he looked, he looked hungry and he looked like it could be the answer down that side. I didn't realise he was that quick. No, looks like he's a meathead, doesn't he? And he's, he's, yeah, I was going to say he's a unit as well, isn't he? So. Yeah, if he, if he runs it, hey, talk about units. Your, uh, your mate, Akin Fenwar, came on, uh, Giles. Yeah, I was trying to get him on today, by the way. He's just, uh, they had their Christmas do. I was trying to get him on. He said uh, he's on the train, that's why he said he, he couldn't come on today. No, but yeah, he, he come on and... Uh, I thought Dunkley did quite well against him. To me, yeah, he did well, to, yeah, to yeah. Be fair. Um, yeah. Over, I mean, I... I yeah, I was pissing myself laughing when uh, it was. I figure in ninetieth minute, it was late on when uh, when he picked the ball up and it, it, and Barry Baden's trying to get the ball, trying off to get him. the ball off him. <laughs> Honestly, it just reminded me like when you're at school and you've got the Y eleven. He's like, I'm having this ball, and you've got all the years, all the year seven kids, all the year seven kids just trying to trying to get the ball back off him, and he just just walking away. It, it just no, it just made me laugh. Uh, a little little. Um, like a little Yorkshire Terrier, isn't it? Uh, bad, bad, and, like yapping away, and uh, yeah, obviously got booked for it, which uh, which fair enough. But uh, yeah, just made, just made me laugh that that moment. Um, I mean, we spoke about Gregory in the MK Dons game. For me, I, I thought he weren't quite at the races um, against Wickham. Uh, obviously, he's got quite high standards, and he just didn't quite come off for him, did it, Giles? No, but listen, he with me with Gregory. If you put the ball in the box, he's like you, like you said earlier, he's got really good movement. Really, really good movement. I think with Josh Windass coming back in, I really think, I think Rob even said it, I think Mass uh, with Bannon, with Gregory, with uh, with Windass, I think Wednesday over the next, coming leading into this Christmas period, I think Wednesday are going to be a different team. I honestly believe it. I mean, you look, like- you, you look there, you just mentioned him there. So you've got Josh Windass, you've got Lee Gregory, Massimo Luongo, Barry Bannon, I mean, just them four players alone. You know, the other team are going to look at that and think, "Shit!" Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no two ways about it, is there? Really, you're going to look at them players and think, like, they've got a decent side. I know that's not, you know, on paper, it's not everything, is it? You know, you've, you've got to you've got to do the business. But in terms of like mentally, you've you've kind of almost got one up on the uh, the opposition straight away, aren't you? Really? I mean, does does that come into play, like Giles? You must have played, you know, like when when you come up against Man City and we got when we got pumped. <laughs> seven nil like even though it's just 11 men against 11 men like surely in your mind you're thinking fucking hell these play like are we going to beat these even, though, even sure. though against them yeah you're right to, to, no, you're... when you're talking to Rob you know, before the game or after the game you're like oh you, you, you put your media face on surely in the back of your mind you're thinking Christ we're never going to beat them I'm, I'm sure yeah I, I, I believe that because I'm sure that there's some teams in this league that have probably never played against, you know, Sheffield Wednesday in their career, never played at Hillsborough, probably never played against the likes of Barry Bannon and and, and uh, Josh Winder, these these really good players. So, of course, you might look at them and think, bloody hell, like, we're in it here. 
Do you know what I mean? So I think it makes a massive difference, uh, those players coming back. And let's talk about, obviously, we've got still Hutchinson to come back. I uh, I offer to come back. So we've still got some strength. Dennis and Dennis as well. well, who's just like been totally yeah. forgotten about, hasn't he? Yeah, 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 exactly. So listen, I, I really believe that, like I said, come, leading into this Christmas period, I think Sheffield Wednesday are going to be, you know, really, really, uh, really strong. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about the goals as well. You know, Windass, uh, what a goal by Josh Windass, by the way. Like, just, that's what we're missing. Are we, are we surprised? Are we surprised? I don't, I'm not, because I knew that that's, we were, we were missing him. And I knew that when he was injured, we would struggle in that department a bit because he was that good. Look at him last season in the championship. He yeah. was he was on fire. He was probably Sheffield Wednesday's best player, wasn't he? And that's why he got his new deal. Yeah. So yeah. I wasn't surprised that him coming back on, okay, he'd been out for a long time. So again, you might think he needs some time to a little bit of time to to bed in and get back into swing of things. But listen, he's a very at this level especially. I think it's easy for him. He's he's a championship player for me. He's just clinical, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? In terms of his finishing ability, you know, the, the goal he scored against MK, MK, a clinical finish. You know, he knows where the back of the net is. The goal is scored against Wickham. All right, you could argue that the keeper could, perhaps could have done a bit better. To be fair, I don't, I don't really know what happened. It just kind of looked... it's it, it's it hard, didn't it? Mm. Like I don't yeah. think I don't think it looked like in a weird way it didn't look like he was going to hit it. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. If that, that makes sense. It. And then he hit it hard, like not much of like he didn't. He's uh, like what I'm trying to say, like a bat lift or whatever. You know, when mm. he's struck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a good talent, and like I said, he's he's definitely someone that we've. Uh, Definitely someone that we've missed. Um, obviously, that, I, want, I want to talk about their second goal as well, the um, the free kick. Also, we can talk about the fact that you know we, we shouldn't give the free kick away. But I just want to you know ask, ask you all: Should Bailey Peacock Farrell have done better with the hundred percent? Hundred percent. I think so. Hundred percent. There's no there's no fix so Liam. hundred <laughs> percent. He should have done better. It was his side. I don't know. I, I personally think he's tried to read it. So he's tried to take a, a step. He took a step, didn't he? he took yeah. a step to the other steps, side yeah. and it's gone in his same, like To be honest, I, I, I think it's poor. Did he, get, did, he get, did he get a bit of a hand on it and he just went through him? I Not know. like, I, I don't know if you got a finger on it, but yeah, he took a step, didn't he? I just yeah. Think... And I think he just tried to, you know, to, to think, was you he... know, that, that one step thinking it's going to go there and then and then it's it, listen it was poor it was poor I'm, I'll be honest I'm not, not going to lie though when they were lining up for it I'm thinking why is Bannon in the wall like <laughs> yeah. but that was for the for the opposite corner to what it went into mm. so it's like oh they're trying to get him to think oh we'll put it over there rather than I don't know I don't I, know I just I, the way that's my opinion right and I think it was it was oh, poor. No, I, I agree, I agree. I, I don't know what Rob thinks. Rob, Rob, Rob are they, are they, are they being too harsh on, on Bailey? Here we go, let's see what Rob's got. No, no, I don't I don't think so at all. I mean, I asked more after the game. That, he, he swerved you know, it, by the way, Rob, didn't he? Um, more. Well, it's a good... Da- Darren Moore just swerved it. Yeah, he did, he did. I mean, he, I, I don't think he... Answer, I don't think he... Uh, he didn't answer any questions, to be fair, does it? <laughs> but I think, I, I think the keeper should save it. I mean, it's look, it's a good hit, but as people, you've already said, it's, it's in the sort of range where he's covering that side you would expect a keeper to get across and make a save on that one. So I do think that you can, it can be both things. I think it's a good hit, but you've also got to look at the keeper and say, being perfectly honest, he probably should have kept that one out. Yeah, he's probably going to be dis- disappointed. I mean, I put a poll out on Twitter, uh, you know, should he have done better with a free kick? That you know, The choices was no, unstoppable. Uh, yes, but it was a great strike. Or yes, he should be saving it. I mean, the reason I put those two in there is, you know, sometimes you can say, all right, he could do better, but it, you know, it's a wonderful 
wonderful shot and goal. Like he perhaps wouldn't have saved it anyway. But we had eleven um, percent said said no. Fifty three percent said yes, but it's a great strike, and thirty six percent in the uh, agreeing with Giles that he should be saving it. Um, so a bit bit mixed there, but kind of, kind of everyone really agreed that yeah, it, perhaps should have done a bit better. It's like it's you know it wasn't a bad strike. It was in the you know. Like Rob said, it was his side. He was standing there. And I think he's just tried to read the situation. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And that's what I think that's where the mistake is. If he hadn't tried to read it and waited, then he would have easily have been able to save it. Easy. Yeah. He's probably he thinking he's not gonna go he's not gonna hit it this side because that's where I'm stood. It's like that's like a penalty in it where they you know you, you move before he before he's hit it. But yeah, it just frustrated. Maybe, again, I think it's his starting position probably wasn't right either. Too far over. Too far over, yeah. He's, he's, he's tried to, like, it's almost like he's tried to double bluff him, hasn't he, really? He's like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm standing him here, yeah. well, you just hit it over there, and I'm just going to run across and catch yeah, it. Yeah, 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 exactly. He's caught him out, but, I mean, I don't know if we've been, I said, a bit a bit harsh on him. Um, it's almost like whenever he makes a little mistake, that's it, everyone jumps down his throat. Although, to be fair, I mean, I don't think it's been as bad in terms of, you know, the reaction from... He's, he's already made... Seasons with the mistakes. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was that, like, to be honest, it's deserved because of the amount of mistakes he's made. But that's why yeah. we've got him, Rob. That's yeah, why he's I, playing I in League One, isn't it, really? The, the day that he signed for Sheffield Wednesday, um, I got a text from somebody who follows Leeds and they said they didn't rate him at all. And he's made some fantastic penalty saves this year and he's made some great saves, some really good saves. As a keeper, you want consistency, don't you? You exactly. don't want him to make two or three world-class saves in a season and let in seven or eight absolute howlers. Yeah. You kind of just want them to be like that all the way through. Yeah. Just save the ones you're expected to save and you'll always get a shot that you can't do anything about. Yeah, like the, he, one, like the MK... he's too up and down. Yeah, like the MK Dons, he's hit that one, uh, Twine, and nobody's... De Gea's nah. probably not even saving that one, do you know what I mean? And um, So, you know... That's fine. You accept it. Nobody's nobody's saying like he should be saving that one. But yeah, he's you're right, Robbie. He has made a, a and isn't that the concern? Because you know, I sort of agree with Giles that the team is primed right now. It does feel like it's turned a corner mm-hmm. at the best possible time. Because there's so many games to be now at the end of the year that this is the time you want to hit your straps. And it's around this time when Wednesday got got to the playoffs under Sturrock that you know it was kind of the form that they had between now and the end of the year got them a playoff place because the form from January to March was poor. It was what they did now that got them in the top six guaranteed. So you could earn a top six spot with a fantastic December and January. Yeah. So there's there's everything there. But don't you just fear that Bailey Peacock-Farrell could have one of those runs that he had earlier in the season where it's three, four games in a row where he gives a goal away? Definitely. And, if, and, and then, and then you, let's, it undermines everything else. So mm-hmm. he, is, he is a question mark. Yeah, he is. You're right, and it's it's one of them ones where it's always in the back of your mind, isn't it? You're always thinking, when's his next howler going to be? When's his you know? And and the fact that the defense is made up by well, what we've got Dunkley is the only recognised centre back. All right, Brennan's coming in. I think Brennan's done done quite well, but what that was only his second, second, third league start of his you know of his career uh, for for Sheffield Wednesday, so. You, you know he's still learning the trade and and things like that. And, you know the fact that Palmer he's been doing he's been Mister Consistent. I think I tweeted he'd played something like two thousand nine hundred minutes of league football consecutively. Um, you know playing all ninety minutes and then he got the sniffles and he couldn't he couldn't play on um, he couldn't play on Saturday. But you know the fact that 
he weren't playing, you've got Patterson in, in there. So the fact that, you know, the defence is doing as, as good a job as they can, but yeah, then you've got Bailey Peacock, Farrell, just, I mean, you, you saw Dunkley, how frustrated he was when, if you if you watch it back, uh, he's throwing his hands up in the air. Yeah, thinking, I saw that, you know, yeah. Thinking he's saying like, fucking hell, Bailey, like, you should have saved, should have saved that one. Why have you left that, let that one in? But, you know, he's... It's one of them, isn't it? And the thing is, we, we created enough chances to score more goals. That was the thing. And... They had, they had two we, shots we, on target and they scored two. Well, goals. that's it. That's what I mean. Like they've, you know, the first one, lucky, I don't know, they've put, you know, he's put it in right place and it's gone in. That one, fair enough, keepers made it. But other than that, I mean, there was one early doors, weren't there? I think, where he went through, votes went through and... Put it wide. Put it wide. Yeah. But other than that, they did just naff all, did they? No. And we, and the thing is, we, it's like, it's like even going back to Tuesday night's game, we missed so many opportunities, but the fact that we came from behind and won, you forget about it, it doesn't matter. Well, the other one that like, Peacock Fowl were lucky, lucky in um, was their keeper just pinged it forward on the break, uh, it come rushing out. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, that could quite easily have been, you know, you've seen that where the keeper takes the, takes the striker out, red or card. Kid handballs it out the area or... Handball, whatever, whatever it might be. And and I think you're a bit lucky there that, you know, I think, I don't know what it was who came across, but Dunkley that came across and, and covered him with... You know, I think so, yeah. You've, see, you've seen them before, haven't you? And that, that, oh, yeah. When he comes rushing out, I'm just thinking, <laughs> that, yeah. my hands like, oh... No. I'd, for, I'd forgotten about that, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was... Uh... He's got away with it, hasn't he? But... Um, I think we should talk about, just going back to your point, sorry to interrupt, about Brennan, by the way. I think he deserves a lot of credit because he went on loan to Notts County. We played them and he wasn't even in the squad. Yeah. So I think he started playing for whatever reason, he he fell fell out of the team. Then to come back and obviously because of injuries, get a chance and put the performances he has, I think he's done really well, to be honest, considering the, the, the situation. It's disjointed and he's had to go in. On he's had to go in, exactly. And I, I I would say that a lot of Notts County fans would be like, you know, raising their eyebrows to think, fucking hell, how's he, um, how's he playing for Sheffield Wednesday? Because he wasn't even playing for Notts County. But it just shows you like what, how football can change like that. Do you know what I mean? Well, to be fair, I likened him to Paolo Maldini at times in that, uh, in that second half. He picked the ball up and he just... <laughs> well, he drives, he, he drives forward as well. I, I like him. I, honestly, I've only, I haven't seen a lot, of, uh, a lot of him, but what I've seen, I think he, he looks like a decent player. Well, they, I, think in, I think he's in the first half. He picked the ball up and he, he was looking for a pass and they were nothing on. And then he just thought, fuck it, I'm just going to run. And he just, he yeah, just took yeah, it and, yeah. he, and he just got, you know, passed the halfway line. Mm. He just took it even further. And you're thinking, go on, like, go on, son, keep going. And then he did it again a couple of times in the in the second half. I think that gave him a bit of confidence that I think yeah. that he could actually, you know, run with the ball. And because quite often you saw him, he just gets it and just offloads it straight away. Either, either to, um, Whoever it is on that on that right hand side, that's uh, Hunt. I think it is who plays on, mm. on the right into with him. So it's just. Like I'm not, I'm not saying he should. Him. I'm not saying he should start every game. Of course not. He's young. He hasn't played many well, many league games at all. But I mean, if there's injuries, it's, he's he's proven that he can come in and step up. Do you know what I mean? Of course, there's, there's Dunkley, there's Iorfa, Hachi. Um, well, we're not ta- we're not talking there's about so Brennan. many players ahead of him. Yeah, but we're not talking about but, Brennan by saying. He's crap and he should never play. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, no, yeah, of course, of that, course. Yeah, that's, yeah. And that's got to be a good thing, hasn't it? That he's just stepped in and he's just but he done stepped a job. In and, he, and he's done a job exactly, and that's all all you can ask of him, right? Yeah, hundred hundred percent, definitely. Um, now, uh, one thing I do want to uh, talk about as well. Um, 
and we'll just we'll just find it here. Barry Bannon. We always talk about Barry Bannon all the t- all the time. Um, I've got down here that I, th- I thought against Wickham he's just trying a bit too hard. Do you ever get that sense that he's just he's just calming oh, down a bit? I messaged you at half time, didn't I? And I just said Baz is having an off day. It's not. And then but to be fair, you watch it back. Who did I say to you? I said Windass yeah. as well at half time. <laughs> yeah. Then it comes out and just bangs it in. Yeah, but then there, there were a couple of balls that they playing behind. But I think in on the halfway line in our own, like when when they're putting pressure on, whether it was because they were they were quite quick at closing down, but they just don't go for the easy pass sometimes. And it's just like we don't need that sometimes. Just pass it and. I don't know. It's it's a it's it's a double edged sword, isn't it? Because if you say don't be yourself, they're not going to play that wonder ball in anyway. No. But I do think sometimes, even Windass to a point, they go for the Hollywood ball too much. And yeah, I mean, and Rob, what... it's it, like I say, it's a double edged sword because then they might not come up with the stuff they do come up. But with. that's the thing. Like it's true because Bannon does try and create things, right? He tries through balls. He tries things where a lot of other players could play safe, right? Oh, yeah, man, just keep were, playing that simple pass. Were, but, Bannon, were, but I mean, I mean more before the halfway line in our own. Just trying that, that. Whereas obviously in in our in the final third or there half, yeah, yeah. Bannon and Windass played some great balls in behind. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think back up the other end sometimes it's a bit like, like own half, they can keep it moving rather than giving when, when Bannon keeps away, yeah. fucking turning and turning and turning and turning and turning it's like <laughs> <laughs> just play it easy pass yeah <laughs> but yeah I don't know yeah Rob what on, on the whole Bannon situation um, do you think he tries to order sometimes I think that I mean he's by far the best player like that, we, that we've got he's Head and shoulders, you know. He has found it difficult, though. He has found it difficult this season. Let's be honest. He has, but, you know, he shouldn't be in this league. Put it that he shouldn't be in this way. league. But do you, do you not think that some of the passes that he plays, he's not, you know, he needs like another Barry Bannon to to pick the ball up, kind of thing. You know, the, the, no disrespect to the the rest of the players in the in the squad, but you've also, you know, they're almost too good. The passes, do you, do you know, what I'm trying to say. I understand where you're coming from. I think the problem for Bannon is. Uh, he's not a goal scorer, so he, you know, he, he's a certain type of midfielder. And when you drop down the leagues, if you are a goal scorer, whether that's a goal scoring midfielder or an attacker, but you drop down a level, and I would, if, if you are used to getting say 10, 15, 20 in the championship, you can probably realistically expect to get five or six more in the, in the division below at least, yeah. mm-hmm. because you've dropped down a level. But the problem for Bannon is that he drops down a level. And it's not suddenly you don't get five or six more assists. You don't, you know, through balls that you know you don't get the increase in what he does well. Yeah, yeah. And and I think he's dropped down, and he is so desperate to get Wednesday back up, and he is expecting. I he knows as well as we all do. He's not a League One player, and I think he feels like he's got to be running the show, and he's and he and he wants to help, and it's because and it's all for the right reasons. It's all because he yeah, wants to help Wednesday succeed. But it's it's hard. It doesn't just work like that, and it's not his. I don't blame him for this because I think if he misplaces a pass at this level, he probably thinks he's got to do two more brilliant things to make up for it. So I think it's going to be a challenge for him. I think having Luongo to do some of the stuff that, and if I was, God, I can't. I nearly said if I was Darren Moore, like as if I know what. Nearly drew you into it there. Look. You are, are you after the job, Rob? What a ridiculous. <laughs> What a ridiculous thing for me to say. If, you know, I, I don't know. What, so my opinion as a humble observer of football is 
I'd probably more likely say, look, let him do all that other stuff. You know, just, you know, just, just don't try, just try stuff, just try stuff and don't worry too much. Don't feel like you've got to win every game for us. Don't feel like you've got to get three assists every game. Just be yourself. Just, just relax. Enjoy yourself, Barry. You know, enjoy, <laughs> enjoy, enjoy a year in league one. Just go and enjoy it. And, and, and everything else will take care because you're good enough. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. But I think that comes down to confidence in the other players' ability as well with uh, with Barry Bannon. That you're right. Now he's got Massimo Luongo there. He, he probably has got someone who he can trust in. Whereas before, previously, you know, throughout the course of this season and last season as well, to be fair, he, you know, he like you said, he felt like he had to do absolutely everything. You know, picking the ball off off the uh, off the defense, but then. The, the pass that he's playing, he needs to be that person that's receiving that pass in the in the final third, not not always passing it to. And he always found that you know when he does that, there's just like a disconnect between the midfield. But yeah, fingers crossed. Hopefully, it starts to it starts to come together and starts to click because against MK Dons yeah. and against Accrington as well. When oh man, MK Dons, he was he was well, Bannon was brilliant against MK Dons as well. Yeah, were... um, it was just last game. He just seemed to like I say though. In the final third, he did put some great balls through. It was just seemed a bit. But then, like I think Windass as well. Obviously, again, he's not played a lot of games. Some some of his touches were a bit. But it's 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 where obviously yeah from I mean, what happened, it's worth having him on the pitch. But I think Mass. I think it, it's toss up between Mass and Dunkley who are the best players on the pitch for me yeah. on Saturday. I mean, I love, I love, I love Massimo Lunga. I think he's brilliant. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, he's, he's mashing he <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, obviously, and where are you saying this? Because you know what's what's the saying? One swallow doesn't make a summer. Um, but we're, we're we're ten games unbeaten in the league. We've won four. We've drawn six. Um, you know, we won two back back to back. We perhaps should have beat Wickham. Or it's probably a lot of them draws that you said we should have. You should have won, but. Are we are we starting to turn a corner, Giles? I think so. Uh, like I said, I think with the players coming back, I really think this Christmas period is going to be a good one. And I think going back to what Rob said, over the next six to ten games, I would say, I think we're going to see really where where we are um, come the end of the season. I think this Christmas period is vital. Um I mean, I'm astounded that I mean, I know there's some games in hand, and I know you know players, you know teams haven't played the same games as what we've had, but I'm just amazed that you know we've said it a few times that you know you speak to some of the fans or you listen to what fans have said, and the more out and this that and the other, and we haven't really played that well all all season, but until, we're still you know yeah until the, until like Accrington and games, Dons yeah. and what have you, where you can say all right, we've played well, but but. With like five five points off the off the top, I mean, yeah. if buts and maybes, but you know, we we hold on to the win against Wickham. You know, Rotherham slipped up; they they drew with Oxford. Would have been three points off yeah. the top, and like, just, it's well, just crazy. And there's so much more to there's so much more to give. Like we can we we know that, and I'm sure they know that. Like you said, we haven't played amazing, but we're but we're fifth. I think the so, thing is, so well, so we've, we've, well, we've slipped a bit now. I think we're seventh. I think we are. Now, seventh, sorry, we? oh but, sorry, yeah. yeah. But like I said, I I really believe there's so much more to come from the team. And I just think, like we said previously, I just think obviously Accrington, we were three up, they got two back, we held on. That's one kind of uh, demon out the. You know what I mean? And then we come back, we come back from behind to win. That's another one off the list. Something else that was kind of in the background. So, and we've got players coming back, and plus. Like I think this week, like Dons and the last game, I can't remember 
that much like attacking play at Ulsbury. I can't remember. No. The last time we've crossed the ball in that much, ball's going across the six-yard box, and the the fans will forgive more if we're playing like that. Yeah. Like we said before, we weren't playing great football and we're throwing points away. Whereas now we're creating loads of chances, and fair enough, we should have won at the week. We should have won on Saturday, but you can forgive it because we've been entertained, haven't we? Yeah. And I think on a on a whole, from the fans he will get a bit more. As long as we keep playing attractive football like that, um, he might get a bit more leeway. But also, I just think the run like that, that we've had, like I said, holding on, turning that uh, from behind, I just think we should go and push, really. Yeah, And plus, obviously, the defence as well. The fact that we've not had a defence, really, (laughs) throughout it all as well. Yeah, I mean, Rob, obviously, you... You know, you, I don't know how many uh, times you've watched Wednesday this season, but obviously you do get a chance to speak to Darren Moore, you get a chance to speak to the players, you, know, you can read off the body language and stuff like that. Uh, have you seen uh, a change in these last couple of games in terms of the confidence? No, not speaking to him, I don't think it much has changed in that regard. I think on the pitch it has, and I think the way, especially think the win against Milton Keynes-Dons at the end, the late goal, it did feel like there was a connection there between the fans and the players, and the full-time whistle went. That's the loudest Hills has been in a long, long time. So I do think that was important. I think looking at the table overall, it Wednesday have turned a corner and they're, you know, they're having a go at teams now. And earlier in the season, it was passive and it was a bit boring and they weren't creating chances, and they are now. I think the key is, though, for Wednesday, they still look to me like a team that... It's very reliant on very good individuals. So, you know, very players that most of the teams in this division don't have. And they're reliant on those players having big games, big performances. And I just wonder if the key to Wednesday going up is one, those guys staying fit and it all coming together as like to one coherent unit. Because I've seen a lot of Wednesday, but I've seen a lot of Rotherham as well. And I know fans accuse, especially Wednesday fans, accuse me of, of they, 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 whenever I mention Rotherham, they say that I'm talking about buying Rotherham again. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they are top. They are they are top of the league. Are they yes. top? Or they, are they yeah, top? Top, yeah, top. top, yeah, top. They are top of the league. So I've seen them a few times, and I've and I've talked to people at Rotherham. I know what they do. So Friday night before the game at a weekend, they have the players come up and um, run through the game plan in front of the rest of the team, and they all have to do it. So they all know what the game. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Picture the scene all of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Game plan is, and the game plan changes subtly, game to game, and they go out there and they execute it. Wednesday were really good against the MK Dons and won it in the last minute. Rotherham tore them a new backside for 90 minutes. They just ran them off the pitch. Yeah. And it was 3-0, I think, going on 10-0. And, that, and, and Rotherham are unbeaten in something like 16 games. Yeah, they are, yeah. And, and Rotherham are a... In the every, even they've had some real injury issues as well, by the way, but they've just... They've got a team, haven't they, Rob? They are. They are mm. a team. They're a team. But, yeah, it's right. like, but it's like the manager, though, as well. He's been there, what? One is, he's been Five there years today. Five years. Five yeah, years. Yeah. Five years yeah, today. Yeah. And he was like... that. He's, a, he's someone as well that I can't see... He probably does warrant 
higher a higher you know a championship team maybe but he probably won't go because he's a Rotherham you know he's Rotherham isn't it Mr. Rotherham that's what, that's what Wednesday have to I think yeah yeah I'm not saying Rotherham have to, Wednesday have to do exactly what Rotherham are doing but you know Rotherham are as Giles said a team and, and Wednesday to me is still reliant on a collection of very strong individuals for League One can they become over the next month a really great team so that if let's say Windass has an off day or Gregory or Bannon or whatever it doesn't matter because the team and the game plan is, is brilliant. Guys, it's that time where we need to uh, need to talk about Manscaped. Obviously, uh, thank you for Manscaped for uh, for, for sponsoring us. Um, we do really uh, do really appreciate it. Um, the lawnmower 4.0. I must admit, it's something that you don't think you need until you use it. I mean, are your balls smooth now? My balls are honestly. Crown Green Bowling smooth. <laughs> they are absolute the creme de la creme, absolute top like, notch. Like, like stepping out of Wembley, is it? <laughs> Mate, honestly, you've not seen anything like it. It's, I'll tell you what, it's the spray though. It's, it's it's the spray that just makes. I shouldn't be saying this, should I? But it makes your balls. Oh, honestly, do you know what? beautiful, Giles. You, you must have had it, surely. You walking, you walking down the street with your missus, and then you have to do that kind of little shuffle. You know, with your leg, and you would have like part your legs a little bit, a little bit too much. I mean, you try and make it look really discreet, but it ain't discreet at all, is it? Your balls are sticking to inside of your leg. Sticking, yeah. Honestly. A little squat. <laughs> yeah, you've I'm got to do you, it. You're right. You're right. You, you've but got to do spray, it. Like, I'll tell you, this spray helps a lot. It does. I mean, I, I, I must admit, I was a bit skeptical at first, but honestly. I'm, I've been going to town on it. I've been like, I need to get some more. Like, I'm getting, I'm going, I'm getting low, I'm getting low. The on problem it. is, everyone's going to say, yeah, 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 they're sponsoring you. But I'm telling you, go and get it, and you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, definitely. Nice, nice get little, it, uh... and, and if it's not, yeah, then please just send uh, James a nice little tweet and just. Because <laughs> I'm telling you now, you won't. I'm telling you now, you won't. I promise you, it is very good. Me, Liam, and James, we all have it. We, yeah, all, we all use it on each other. <laughs> all right. It is go and get it. Go. It's a it, honestly, it's a perfect Christmas present. So go yeah, and get it. Nice little bag. You get a little wash bag with it. Go and get it. Go and try. Uh, I'm, I'm, you're I'm digging that wash bag. Out, people say. Yeah, yeah, mate. I went to London the other weekend and put it to good use. Hey, actually, just on that one, Giles. We see, you see all the players like walking in, like getting off the bus. Uh, have you got? Have you got the little the little wash bag, Louis Vuitton wash wash bag? Is that you? No. Manscaped this time, isn't it? Is that what you've got? The Manscaped wash bag, <laughs> ripping it. Mine's Mulberry. But I've had it. I've had it 10 years. I'll be honest with you. Nice. But next week it's going to be Manscaped, yeah? No, I don't think I'll have the wash bag, to be honest with you. I'm just going to have the... Um, the ball toner inside it, yeah? The ball toner, exactly. When I come out of the shower from a game... Giles, you... two, two, two little sprays. Jazz, you, you must obviously, obviously you, sh- you know, you shower with all the uh, all the players and what have you. You must be thinking, have you not just thought of just slipping a little like, mate? I think you need one of these. Listen, I've told the boys. I've told the boys. They know. They see me spraying away. Don't you worry about that. I use that. Told you that spray is fucking good, mate. <laughs> there we go. Um, Manscape.com. Uh, get on there. Use the code WTIDPOD. Uh, you get 20% off and also you get free shipping as well. Get on there. Like I said, excellent early Christmas present. Just uh, accepting someone else into the... Uh, Here he is. Into the into the chat, uh, into the um, 
conversation. Be there. Yo, can you hear me? Here he is. <laughs> yo, what's going on? Mr. Adebayo Akin Fenwa. Yo, 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 my voice is gone. <laughs> what have you been up to? I'm not trying to sound like Bobby White and that, you get me? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Adebayo, how are you, mate? You all right? Yeah, yeah, not too bad at all yourself. I'm fine, thank you. We're just, uh, you missed it 10, 10, 15 minutes ago earlier. We were just laughing at the uh, at the fact when you were when you were holding onto the ball and you had Barry Bannon at your at your ankles trying to get it off you when you picked up that yellow yeah, card. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was trying to take it off me and then Dunks came as well and then Patterson, it looked like they wanted to try and scrap me and that. Nice <laughs> <laughs> nah, jokes, I had to hold on to it because Barry, Barry Bannon's a magician, so if I let him take a quick free kick, he would have put his striker in, so I had to hold on to the ball. Yeah, yeah, good. I mean, um, obviously, yeah, well, we've, we've just been talking about the uh, talk about the game uh, on Saturday. Um how did it go? I mean, what what was the, what was the mood like in the in the Wickham camp? Obviously, the fact that you picked up a point at Sheffield Wednesday. I mean, did you did you think you were going to turn us over, or what what were it like? Um, no. Well, look, we knew we had a big week. We had got we aimed for nine points in a week. Um, so always aim for the most, and then where you end up is where you end up. Look, um, Sheffield Wednesday were good, good on a day um, as a striker. You know, I thought Dunkley and Patterson were just, they were monsters in the air. Um, yeah. Probably two of the best I've seen this season in the air. And then, of course, everybody knows about Barry Bannon. Um, and then, to be fair, saying all that, I thought Hunt was your best player. Um, and then he, before he got taken off. So, look, any away point is a good point, especially at Hillsborough and Sheffield Wednesday. So, look, were we okay? Of course, we wanted to win, but the aim was not to lose. Seven points in a week was a good return. Um, so yeah, man. Sorry, my little man just done some. Um, <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah, it's cool, but yeah. So for us, look, we take it for what we take on. Um, and then our next game is. Well, I don't know what our next game is. So I don't know why I said that. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was, it was okay. Gaffer was look. Gaffer, like anything, he. You know, he wanted to win, um, but then we're not silly enough to say, you know, when you're, we went, we went, went in the lead, then they scored two good goals, and then to get, to come back again to show character, you've got to try and take positives. Yeah, definitely. Um, Gareth came out and said, uh, I don't know if it was a bit tongue-in-cheek, but the, the, the pitch was shocking, he, he said. Um, I don't know why he was saying that, because you guys don't play the ball on the floor that, that much, do you? It's a bit of a, bit of a long yeah, don't ball. Hate, but... Don't hate, don't hate, don't hate. <laughs> but, uh, don't I mean, with the pitch, pitch is really as bad as what he was saying, obviously you know, the game looked like it was nearly going to be called off uh, um, you know, a couple of hours before, before we shoveled all the snow off the pitch. But... Do, do you know what? I'm not even qualms in the pitch for me. The two times that I felt the coldest in my life was then and in last season. I, it's just too cold. It, yeah. That was all I cared about. It was like... Yeah, so you're, not gonna, be, so you're not going to be moving up north anytime soon then? Hell no. Next, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it snowed last time you played us, didn't it, as well? Um, yeah, it was, it was freezing. Oh, it was just cold. It was cold. It was cold. But yeah, look, to be fair, um, the pitch... It, it, it snowed and, you know, then it melted away. So the, the pitch has been better, of course. Um, but, look, we take the point. So I know Gaffer, Gaffer wants perfection, but we'll take the point and I'm sure he was happy with the point. 
Good stuff, good stuff. Now, uh, I just want to take this point just to um, thank the Terrace that allow us to do the, the giveaway each and every week. Uh, for those that don't know, the Terrace do all sorts of club merchandise, mouse mats, bar runners, everything, you, know, you name it, they, they do it. Um, you, know, you can go to the website, theterrastore.co.uk, to have a look at what they have to offer. Uh, now, the winner of this week's uh, giveaway... Um, is Kieran Curry. So Kieran, please make sure you uh, make sure your messages, uh, and I'll get that all all sorted for you. Obviously, remember to be in a chance of winning. All you have to do is become a Patreon member. Uh, as a member, you get access to all the interviews that we've done so far. Uh, I think there's about 27, 28 different interviews that we've done with former players, managers, uh, etc. Um, so yeah, sign up, and you can obviously listen to those and be in a chance of winning the uh, the giveaway as well. Um, I think we've got Lloyd Owusu on Thursday. That's the the one that'll be going out there. So quite a good, quite a good interview. Some um, some pearlers from his time at Brentford, weren't it, Giles? Yeah, B, you know Lloyd, don't you? Yeah, yeah, Lloyd's my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's cool. Yeah, yeah we done a we done a good one with Lloyd. Yeah, he's a real he's a he's a top top man, isn't he? Yeah, he's good people. So, I don't know, I didn't ask you. How did you lot felt the game went um, the other day? On against Wickham, uh, I'll be yeah. honest. Uh, for me, I thought that going into the game, I were a bit, you know, obviously we came off a high beating MK Dons, but obviously we know how you play, and we know that when we come up against sides that play in the way that you play, we tend not to do very well. Uh, can, you know, but I thought that on the whole, I think we were unlucky not to not to win. You, you know, your guys scored a amazing free kick that perhaps we've just been talking about yeah. it Bailey Peacock foul perhaps shouldn't have been better did you just say an amazing free kick it was a good free kick weren't it to be fair be, be, be honest I'm sure the boys in, the, in your dressing room would have given him a bit of stick there that wasn't an amazing free kick the keeper should have saved it right what what are you watching <laughs> no listen what it was a bad boy free kick check how the keeper went thinking he was going to go near post yeah. yes, it's, it's bad goalkeeping no, it was a good free kick. Oh my god! Oh, he must be one of your best mates, isn't it? He's your best mate, isn't it? Line, man. Abita, is it Abita? Is Abita in your in your living room now? Is Abita in your living room, isn't he? Tell him I said hello. Free kick, bad boy, free kick, top bins, bins in hell. Yeah, but I mean, I thought that on on the whole, when you look at the amount of chances that we had, I think we were unlucky to take three points. But you know, the fact that. Just like what you've you've been saying, we've we've picked up seven points in a week as well. Uh, if you'd have, if you'd have said at the start of the week we'd have we'd have, we'd have beat Accrington, beat MK Dons, and drawn, we're top of the league, Wickham. Uh, you'd have, you'd have took that. It's just the uh, was disappointed in the result, but not really disappointed in the performance. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I get that. I get that. You always got to look at positive, so I get that. No, no, that's cool. Colts, what about you? What do you think? What did I think of the game? Yeah. Yeah, I thought Sheffield Wednesday did did all right to be honest. Uh, not as good as what they did against MK Dons on um, on Saturday, but I think sorry on Tuesday. But I think uh, I, I think they probably deserve to to win. I think overall, I think overall Wednesday were probably the better team, but only just because I think you know. Listen, we all know what Gareth Ainsworth's teams are like: hard working, make it difficult. Um, and, I, and I think they did that, but I just think, I think Wednesday just had that little edge, to be honest with you. Do you know yeah, what we didn't mention earlier as well? That save from Stockdale from Gregory, that was a great save. Oh, that was a very good save. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. be fair, Stock, Stockdale was on, Stocks was on job. Like, he made some 
Like, he did make some good saves, which that's, you know, we back him to do that. But if you allow the Sheffield Wednesday's players time and space to play, they will hurt you. Yeah. I mean, it's just plain and simple. Like, I'm not even going to budgets and that, but they're just good players. So if you give them time and space, they're going to hurt you. So I think when they come up, when Sheffield Wednesday come up against teams that try to ball, so ball for ball, I think, yeah, they will edge it. I think like anything, you've got to play to your strengths and that's what we do. Um, we're well, unapologetic. B, just before you came on, just yeah. before you came on, Rob, um, who's on now, he was just saying he feels with Sheffield Wednesday, we're, we're a team of individuals. Like not like a Rotherham or a Wickham in a sense where they have teams. That's why Rotherham are top, right? Because they've got a very, very good team. Okay. Would you so are you asking me? Well, look, I don't I don't watch Sheffield Wednesday week in, week out. So I think it'll be hard for me to make a generic assessment. Um but look, we are we're we're all what we are and you're for me, you emulate your manager. So your manager sets you out how you set you out. You know what I'm saying? So what we saw when we did our research on Sheffield Wednesday, that if you give them time and space, they are a good team. And good players can make things happen if you give them time and space. The only difference in uh, others, like the way we play, maybe the way Rotherham, we have to focus on other areas because maybe we are lacking in other areas. But our strengths is our strengths. And at the moment, and don't use this against me, those two teams are sitting joint top. So, look, there's many ways of winning a game. You know what I'm saying? And there's no point having something like, say, somebody like me, and it's all about pressing or putting it down the channels. It's not going to work for me. Do you know what I'm saying? It's the same with certain players in the Sheffield Wednesday. There's no point playing maybe direct football because they haven't got the personnel to. So you play the way you want to play. Um, but I am sure that Sheffield Wednesday will be there or thereabouts come the end of the season. I mean, so do, where, where does Sheffield Wednesday rank then in terms of the, the teams that you've come up against so far this season? Obviously, we're nearly nearly halfway through the the season. Um, yeah, where where would you where would you rank us? Up there, up there as maybe top two, top three. I listen, and I, I, I always I I look at defence, midfield, attack because I'm an attacker. So I always look at well, the team can be really good going forward. But if I feel like we can just go back to front and I'll be able to pin or Volksy will be able to pin, that's where I look at it. So I look at Dunkley and Patterson and I thought, and then the, the young buck as well. I can't remember his Bre- name. Liam, um, Brennan, Kieran Brennan, yeah. Yeah, and I spoke to him, 21. I'm old enough to be his dad. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I spoke to them three, you know what I'm saying? So as, as a defensive unit, I was very impressed. You know what I'm saying? It was... So I look at it like that. Well, it's interesting you say that, that because, obviously, they're not... They're not, uh, you know, at the start of the season, they wouldn't be anywhere near uh, the side that we'd be picking. You know, uh, you'd, you'd have Iofa, Hutchinson and Palmer, who all are, all are injured at the moment. So the fact that Patterson, you know, first game of the season, he was playing up front, um, and then the next minute he's playing left centre-back. Uh, you know, for you to say that they did well, it's obviously... Yeah, that's a that's a that's a decent point. Yeah, and the worst thing is, I was when they said Pat, um, Patterson was playing back, I was like, I swear, I see him score goals and pin man for Cardiff and that. You know what I'm saying? And then that's when they were telling me, and I said this to him, and he was like, Yeah, big man, I can play everywhere. And and of course, there's personnel, and I guess it's good management from 
or good decision making from your manager because you know we are effective. You know we are physical. You know we are aggressive, and you know your manager went toe to toe, and that's what I'm saying. Airily, and I can only talk airily. You know what I'm saying? That's Dunkley and Patterson and the young buck. You know what I'm saying? I I thought they were four, so I salute. So as a whole, and then you've got. Hunt that was up and down and Bannon that's pulling the strings for me I would top top two one two and three that we played this season um, but I, and I said this I look forward to when you lot come down to, to Adams Park um, it, it'll be warmer and the pitch won't be as big so uh, <laughs> I'll be looking forward to that let's, please, let's just quickly it. just quickly what was what was the tactics before then before the game was it just to to close Bannon um, and our best uh, Windass and Gregory was it was is that what the plan was to try and isolate them a bit do you know what I mean no it... look it was look we pressed anyway um, but of course we know and we knew Bannon would like to dictate play but of course we set down different because Luanga there was a possibility that he could come in so we thought of course um, Bannon would play a bit deeper but I think he was playing a bit further forward than he normally pays. So it literally it was, don't give them time to play, period. You know what I'm saying? And that was the game plan. Don't give them time and then go and do. So I thought the first 20, 25 minutes, I thought it was all of us until the delay came, the yeah. momentum shift. Yeah, I'd agree. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. we knew where to hit you. You know what I'm saying? With uh, Mamey, with... Um, GMAC with Haw- um, Hawksy with Brand- um, Hanlon so we knew our front four would be able to hit spaces and then all of a sudden we went in and then boom the momentum changed and Yarlock came out and spot the goal and then second half same again and then we rid the storm got the back into it so it was literally game plan was don't give you time and space to be able to pick your passes and you know look, at the end of the day you know a point away from home is, is never a bad thing Decent, right, Adebayo. Thank you very much for uh, for blessings, jumping for jumping on. Um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. All right, blessings, fellas. Cheers. Nice one, cool, cool. Thanks a lot for that, B. All right, and blessings. Thank you. Have a good night. Cheers, guys. Cheers, mate. Well, that's a bit of a uh, turn up. We didn't expect uh, didn't expect <laughs> that one, uh, Giles. Hey, I told you, full of surprises, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's good to it's good to hear from you know obviously an opposing player. Obviously, what he. Uh, what he thought of us, you know, you know the fact that he thought the defense played quite well, even though it was a a makeshift a makeshift back three, um, you know, bows quite well, and I think they, you know, I think they did, uh, I think they did quite well anyway. So uh, yeah, just uh, that were interesting anyway. It did sound like Barry White though, didn't it? To be fair, Rob, are you still there? <laughs> Rob, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still there. Yeah. Were you a bit starstruck now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking actually, I, it's a shame that he's because he he actually played up here with Donny. Um, uh, long time before, yeah, I started, yeah, long time ago. Um, but he, he's such an interesting character, and yeah. um, you know, there aren't many. It's a shame, actually. I mean, when you were playing Giles, um, I can remember the difference the, the media and the players interacted a little bit more when, when you sort of your Wednesday days. So, generally, what would happen is you would go, you would go to the training ground, and the players would kind of walk past either they were going home or they just finished mm-hmm. training or whatever, and the, you would chat to the players, and do and that, that doesn't happen at any clubs now, yeah, you know, the. the the sort of the general, how's it going? How's the family? You know, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Oh, have you got five minutes for a quick chat about the game? Doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. Um, and I think the game's worse for it, actually. I don't think, I think it's important for 
people in the media to sort of understand the people that they're covering. And it's it's harder to do that um, in modern football. So the fact that he came on yeah. and, and had a chat with you guys for 10 minutes is, I think, credit to him. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, now, just yeah, just a couple of things I just want to touch on. Uh, first of all, I'm going to talk about her game too. I think it's great to see that Sheffield Wednesday, as a football club, have, have recognised that movement. But it's also quite sad that that we have to talk about it as well. Uh, the fact that it's a thing. Like to be fair, it, no, it shouldn't be a thing, should it? It should just be that you know, men, women, everyone's just accepted in the. Uh, you know, at a football ground, and you know you don't have to have these sorts of initiatives going there. But but it is what it is, and I think it is good that Sheffield Wednesday have um, you know have signed up to it and, and things like that. It's just I hope it's not just a tick box exercise either. I hope that you know things do happen. I know we had Gemma on uh, a few months back now. Uh, you know, the, the, just to give you a bit of context, Rob. You know, uh, watches Wednesday home and away. Um, but she she feels that when she goes to the away matches, she has to sit in the home end. Uh, she don't feel um, comfortable sitting sitting amongst the all the away you know all the all the Wednesday fans in the away end. Which you know it's quite sad, isn't it? Really, that you've that we've got fans that um, that feel like they have to do that. Yeah, that is that's it's awful to hear that. Um, you know that is a real shame. I do think football generally has an issue with away fans right now. It's not just a Sheffield Wednesday thing. Um, I was reading in the Athletic about some of the stuff that goes on at, at away ends, and it's a topic that I've become quite interested in actually. Um, and, I, and I was reading some something from Sheffield United fans talking about what what their sort of away day experiences are like these days. And it, there is a sort of a, a theme running through a lot of the maybe the bigger clubs um, as to what actually goes on and the struggles that clubs have to police what goes on in the uh, concourses at away stadiums. And then when I went to the Euros, because uh, I'm a massive England fan, I try and go to as many England games as I can. Yeah, I yeah. managed to get to a couple of the games at the Euros and um, I couldn't believe it, frankly. You know what? Well, I, I didn't go to the final. I tried to get a final ticket. I went to the semi-final. I went to the Germany game. And yeah, the stuff that was going on there um, has to be seen to be believed. So I'm, I've got to be honest, that, I'm really surprised what you just told me there. Not Gemma's experience, but um, I think football in general needs to do something about behaviour in a way, and, and the sort of the, the trends that are coming. I mean, I won't so go into too much detail as to what you actually see at some of these these games, but um, it's a lot of it's illegal, and uh, <laughs> you know there, there doesn't really seem to be much attempt to stop it happening. Yeah, I mean that probably leads on to the you know you're obviously talking about away games there, but obviously the incident that uh, that happened uh, in the in the north stand, um, obviously when it happened, it close to the cop, uh, obviously it happened, you know, uh, in that in that block where everyone stands up as we as we all know, um, but yeah, I later found out that obviously it would it would due to fans fighting amongst themselves, and I just think like at what at what point are we are we you know, where you're gonna, you know, turn on a fellow fellow fan and you know and start thinking, you know, go on, let's have a let's have a fight about it. Apparently, we're all to do with a comment was said about Barry Bannon and he didn't agree with it, and you know things went things went too far. I mean, I don't want to talk about it too too long. Pathetic, though, isn't it? Let's be honest. It's yeah, I mean, the thing the thing is though, it's like anything else, and I don't know who it was, and I don't want to, you know, speculate or whatever, but. Football, you're all passionate about Wednesday. You might disagree, but then there's certain people out there 
that can't have a healthy debate and they only... They need to no, join us on a Friday, they, don't they? they, 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 they yeah, but, but the, 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 the funny thing one, is, God, that one won't be around my house. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, we're, we're all supporting the same team here. That's what yeah, it comes but, down to. I know, I get, but what I'm saying is, it's more, more about you know, some people can't speak, can they? And they just lead to one thing. I'm not saying that this particular person is, but you know, it's like anything else. If you have a disagreement anywhere. There's some people who don't want to talk. They just want to do that. Yeah, it's, it's not only that. It's, you just don't want to... No, no, it's, it's not. It's, I mean, I, I, I want to... It's you know, ridiculous, I've got, isn't it? I've got a four-year-old and a one-year-old, and when they... You know, they've already been to one match, went to the Plymouth game in the FA Cup. Um, but, you know, do, do I want to take my kids when, you know, when when they're like seven and ten or whatever whatever, whatever age they might be? Do, do I want to take my kids to, you know, away game, like Rob was saying well, there? Like, yeah. Um, because as much as you want to, you try and stay out of it, sometimes you get involved, don't you, in terms of using the wrong place at the wrong time. And the fact that it's happening in the home end as well, I mean, it shouldn't happen in, in any end to, you know, full stop. But, you know, you'd, li- you'd like to think that you'd be able to go to a match and not have to... Not worry about yourself. You, you think about that more when you've got kids. I mean, when you're, when you're sort of young and you're freezing or whatever, you know, when I was a teenager going to football matches... You never even think about that. You know, if stuff goes on, you just kind of turn a blind eye to it. I mean, the stuff that used to happen, I mean, I'm, I'm 37 now. So when I was starting going to football matches, uh, you know, nearly 30 years ago, stuff had happened at matches then that didn't happen now. Yeah. And, and thank God for it. But th- there are still things that happen now that, uh, I mean, just to go back to the England situation, like originally before COVID, I had tickets for pretty much every England game all the way up to the final. So, uh, you know, including the gr- all the group games and all that. Um, and then lost them because of UEFA. And then um, not bitter about that, are you, Robert? All no. but but when I was at the two <laughs> games I was at, I was thinking, I'm really glad I didn't bring my son to this game because he's he, he would have been seven years old and it, it may well have put him off. And that's sad, that, isn't it? Like I went to quite a lot of England games growing up. I've not been to many recently. I'm not gonna lie, but never. Well, any football match other than I was a bit older to be fair, but Birmingham away last day of the season, one year. I think they'd gone up. It all kicked off anyway. But other than that, as a kid, maybe there are a few times outside the Lippins Lane end when we're in League One back in 05, but I've never felt unsafe going to a football match as a kid. And it's sad that that might be the case. You know what I mean? What, Rob, was it that bad then? Because I've been to England... Listen, I've been to England games. I think the last England game I went to, I took my son and I was... It must have been a good maybe four years ago, I'd say. But there was no trouble. There was sat there, uh, right. and it was so, fine. Obviously, times have changed, maybe. But the, co- the concourse at Wembley before the Germany game was an absolute disaster. Really? I mean, it was the, for starters. There's people getting the ground. I I suspect that that game as well because that felt very full that game, and the concourse was absolutely heaving. Now, I won't I won't talk about some of the things that we saw on your podcast. But I would have had a hard time explaining to my seven-year-old son or my four-year-old daughter what certain people were doing mm. in that concourse area in broad daylight um, with nobody around to stop it. And, and I noticed how the stuff that happened in the final wasn't unexpected. I remember going to the Germany game and walking around. I saw two policemen outside. And I can remember thinking to myself, um, if this all kicked off, between England and Germany fans, they'd have absolutely no way of stopping this. There was just nobody keeping an eye on anything. 
and um, thankfully it didn't. And, and but inside the ground there was a there was an atmosphere that was really tense. And then at the Denmark game, it was just a drunken and other stuff uh, sort of binge really. And mm. uh, I don't know if that was just it was particularly extreme because of COVID finishing. Well, not finishing, but you know the lockdowns kind of finishing and fans going back to grounds for the first time because that was before the you know the season kicked off. Yeah, and people were just thinking, oh, I've been stuck indoors for eighteen months. I am going to get abs. I'm going to put a, a firework up my arse or whatever that guy did <laughs> yeah, outside yeah, yeah. the ground and and have a line. I don't I don't know. I mean, uh, maybe that was part of it, but. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember going there, and my mate, who's you know, who's not wet behind the ears either, and he, you know, we both lived abroad as well, so we've kind of seen a few different things, and um, yeah, I came away thinking I really enjoyed that because England won, but I would not have enjoyed that if I'd have brought my kids with me. Yeah, mm. it does put a different perspective on it, doesn't it? And it's just, you know, going back to what happened at Hillsborough, it just, it just shouldn't happen. Full stop at, at all. Um, yeah, I mean, moving on, just another just another thing. Obviously, we're getting into uh, Christmas season, getting into December, and uh, obviously, um, what I'm going to be doing is doing some giveaways throughout the course of December, putting my hand in my own pocket as well to fund it, um, giving something back to everyone that has listened to us throughout the course of this uh, this year as well. Um, don't know what we're going to be giving away, probably some shirts, um, other bits and bits and bobs, but also if uh, if you want to, uh, if, as a listener, if you want to um, give some stuff away, then please do let me let me know if you own your own business or anything like that. Give me a shout, uh, give me a shout, and we can uh, we can sort something. Get your uh, get your name out there as well. Um, are you going to get this uh, this signed shirt off of um, off Hutchinson, Giles, or what? Yeah, I'll sort that out. Yeah, We've been saying that for the last two months, haven't we? Long, I think it's longer than two months. Is so, it longer? Uh, I'll sort it. I'll sort it. So yeah, like sign sign shirt as well uh, from all the all the squad. Um, but yeah, every every week we're doing a, a different giveaway. So make sure you follow us on Twitter because it'll be mainly on there. I'm also mention it on the on the podcast as well. Um, I think that's uh, that's about it. Actually, I've got one other thing. Just a quick one, Giles. Um, Go on, I saw the, I saw early early in this week, Dunkley and um, I think it was Johnson in the cryotherapy little chamber thing. Okay, have you ever done that? Yeah, yeah, we've done it all the time. We we do it at Grimsby as well, to be honest. Um, Does it, whether, it, it work, whether, whether it works or not, who knows? Is it any but, different to sitting in a wheelie bin with loads of ice? Um, yeah, it's cold. Like you, li- you literally you're in your pants. You've got to put gloves, a little like earmuffs and socks on uh it is cold and you're in there for three minutes it does take your breath away like but it's meant to how, how cold are you talking oh i can't even remember what but it's cold like very very cold like my nipples were, <laughs> were steady sore on. steady on it's not, it's <laughs> not meant to podcast, <laughs> it was really cold yeah but listen i i think a lot of play uh, sorry a lot of clubs do it i think it's in rugby as well um it's proven that it helps recovery, so that's why. Yeah, it reduces the blood flow, doesn't it, to that particular area? Which exactly uh, that's why players do it. So, but like in in that situation, so they, they went to I think it's Cryo One on Peniston Road. Um, obviously, it's not a free shout out there to them, but um, <laughs> is that something that the club would have kind of told them to do? Or have they done it off their own back? Um, I'm not too sure. Normally, when I've when I've done it, it's it's all through the club. I'm not too sure what's happening at Wednesday if the club have organised that for the players or if they're going off their. You know, I mean, do you, do you, do you get back. told what to do and what not to do as a as a player? Like, you can do this or you can't do that, or you should be doing this, or it's just like do what the hell you want. Um, no, I think they they definitely they help, 
they advise you, but at the end of the day, if you want to go and do something that you feel is going to benefit you, then listen, no one can stop you unless it's not drinking on a Friday night or doing something stupid do you know what i mean but you still did that anyway um, didn't you giles no 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 not me <laughs> not me <laughs> not now just, anyway you can't get away with it now, now would you? yeah i've just got a text from uh, mr akin fenmar and he's just told me he said who's sending me 500 pounds for the fee so out of the four of us who's who's gonna transfer that to him <laughs> nothing uh, to do with it good, good, so, good luck <laughs> We, we, we only pay 60 quid at the BBC, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Right, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Uh, it's been can a I long just, one. Can I just say one thing just before? I've got something written down here, and everyone doesn't need to comment on it. Go on, but just something I wanted to say. Canberra might not have had best of games, but his first touch was Mate, class on, on Saturday. But when they were coming out of the air, and he was just... It was just something I picked. Fucking him out of the sky. Honestly, yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was brilliant. In, in, in that sense, it was just something I'd written down. Do you know when he came on against Charlton in the first game of the season when Patson got injured? I thought he were wearing trampolines on his feet. His first touch was awful. Um, like like Barry now. <laughs> well, this, <laughs> yeah. He's Where a, is he, by the way? Has he gone missing or what? Square ankles, him, hasn't he? <laughs> Concrete on bottom his on his feet, but yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think Canberra, uh, he, yeah, he had some super glue under his shoes, didn't he? Because like I said, he was plucking him out of the sky. Talking about plucking him out of the sky, Barry Bannon did one by the way. I think ball had snow on it when that eye and he does. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. He just, you know, controlled it in center circle. I don't know how he did it. I have absolutely no idea. But, uh, but yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think Canberra is one of them ones that, yeah, he's improved. Um I weren't his biggest fan at the start of the season. Were we, Giles? No. Nope. He's one of them, I think, I think he's a bit hot and cold, isn't he? Like, well, think... Wasn't he the one that, that, that got bad press? Was he saying that you had a bad attitude or something? Were we saying that? I can't remember. Do you remember? Was he, was he, was he, where was he at before? Uh, it was at Range, Rangers. Rangers, wasn't it? Rangers and he went somewhere. I remember someone was saying that he, his, his attitude or something, someone heard that, that his attitude wasn't the best or something. But to be honest, it, nothing's come out of Wednesday, has it? It seems like he's recently anyway, he's, he's, he's picked up. No, it seems, it seems all right. Right. Yeah. I'll wrap it up. Um, Rob, thank you very much for, uh, for coming on. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, I didn't expect it to be this long, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, thank you for having put, giving you your input. Appreciate that, Rob. Thanks a lot, mate. No, my pleasure, guys. Thank you. Thanks for the invite. Cheers, no problem. And uh, hopefully a bit later on in the season, we'll have you uh, have you back on again, hopefully, um, talking about our promotion push. Oh, that would be nice. Definitely. That would be you, nice. Have you on. Um, I mean, just just before you go, obviously you're massive into your uh, American football. Where did that all start? Yeah. 
Um, well, I used to live in Vancouver, and um, oh. I went to I, I went to Seattle for a game and loved every minute of it. The weather was a bit like how it's been in, in Sheffield today. Uh, at the game I went to, so it was snowing, it's freezing cold. Loved every minute of that, and then um, just sort of adopted the team from there. And that was 15 years ago. And then I came back to the UK and have just followed them ever since. And before COVID, I used to go over and. And watch them play. Um, actually, if, if, I would have loved to have asked Adebayo because he refers to himself as Beast Mode, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And in Seattle, they have a player called Marshall Lynch, or they used to, he's retired now, who was the original Beast Mode. Yeah. And I, I want to know if he, if, if, I would have loved to have asked him whether that was an influence or, or if he just picked up on the phrase in general because, uh, yeah, Marshall Lynch is a bit of a legend. Yeah, because he's into he's into his uh, American football as well. Yeah, he's into it. He, he'll know Marshall then, so, uh, yeah. And, um yeah, so I, I love watching it, and I am missing it for you guys today. So I appreciate that because it's on now. <laughs> well, I'll end it now. You'll get off. You watch, you watch it, and uh, you should have said. You should have said. Cheers, Rob. Thanks very much Cheers, for your time. Rob. Thanks mate. a lot, boys. Cheers, Rob. Cheers, guys. See you See later. You later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.